my okay. gosh, I got it, yo. What? I am about to be the first female mumble rapper. Female or at all? I don't think that exists. No, it's a whole thing. Like the Migos, what you think? Well, oh no, that's offensive to them. I didn't mean to say that. To call them mumble rappers? Yeah, no, I think, isn't that offensive? A mumble? I don't know. I'm not in the rap game like I used to, but (laughs) I think that everybody who wants to be a rapper should go ahead and do that because there's a lot of songs right now on iTunes and I'm just like, whoa. You know, just throw it up there. If you think you have a hit record, just go ahead and throw it up there. Mm. I mean, I support you, sis. I'm feeling it. And we're in the booth. A lot of yeah, I yeah, feel we it. even have like the window. No, for sure. Yeah. And then we got Raj Smooth. Yes, behind the boards. Shout out to Raj. Come on, Raj. Thank hey. you for making our Nola recording experience great, man. Uh, what's up, y'all? It's, it's the, the link, link up. up. Yes, Raina, Jasmine, and Lauren back again. You know you guys love us. The podcast created for the melanated millennials maneuvering our way through life. Hey, Ooh. and rapping our way through life. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Y'all, they got a lot of rappers that sound alike right now. So yeah, I think yes. that there is a really good opportunity There's there room for, for me. Are you saying that? You I can really create your that. own lane, sis. Ah, I like that. All right, y'all. Listen, for real, though, mixtape coming soon. Like, do, <laughs> do you have a title? Mixtape? No, do people still do mixtapes. No, someone was at, I was it's at the gas station and someone tried to sell me a mixtape. I don't know if it was theirs <laughs> okay. or someone else's. There was nothing. That was a blank CD he tried to sell you. Oh my, nobody oh is doing mixtapes. You do your mixtape and you put it on iTunes. Like an EP, right? Yeah. Okay. No, like old boy definitely had his own and they were in that like plastic white thing. He was trying to get your girl. Oh, my God. He was trying to sell you for the okie-doke. He was trying to sell you for the okie-doke. Nobody does that no more. Uh-uh. Well, we are, y'all. We're still in New Orleans. Hey. Nola. Nola, baby. Always a good time. Always a good time. Forever a good time. I'm full. I'm so full. I'm full. Stuff. Like... Stuff. I can't move. You know, you, when people come in town, it's like you have to bring them this place and that place. Everybody has their yeah. NOLA favorites that they want to eat. And so, like, obviously I live here. But when people come in town, it's like, okay, we have to hit all these places Breakfast, lunch, day. and dinner. Right. <laughs> and all it's overwhelming because you were like the other day when we were trying to find dinner. You're like, oh, I wish I would just, like, make a list of spots. Because right. I, I, you it's have all the pressure. to make a list, though. <laughs> like, when it comes down to that moment, like, okay, what are we going to eat? When there are people with you and you really want them to have good food, it's like your mind immediately goes blank. blank. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Is there is there a restaurant in New Orleans exactly. at all? I can't remember anything right now. It's like, I don't know. We can just cook. I don't know. I can't think. can't think. Too much pressure. <laughs> but for real, it's crazy. Um, but it's been a great time. I love having my friends yes. in my yes. city. I'm happily stuffed. I've had a great, great meal. So thank you for stuffing us. Ah. Of course, of course. (laughs) And now it's time for my favorite part of the podcast, our being black and white America moment, our BBWA moment brought to you by none other, none other than our ancestors, guys. And guess what? It's on me. It's on me. You know, I know we were talking about the Migos earlier and it brought... (laughs) a memory back to my mind um mm. you know sometimes being the only as we've talked about time and time again can express our, express itself in different ways and sometimes because of the cultural differences i'm not always comfortable with discussing my weekend plans <laughs> like honestly like i it may not sound like a big deal but sometimes when you don't really know how you'll be judged or what is acceptable or whatever like even the small things like a conversation about your weekend can become a thing you know and so 
it's so funny in the past um at one of my jobs I was talking to one of my coworkers, and she you know we're talking about the weekend you know and she asked me in return so Jazz what are you going to be doing this weekend what do you have planned it's a beautiful uh it's a beautiful weekend the weather's supposed to be perfect and I'm like hmm usually I try to keep it very basic very generic I'm like I don't really know yet you know I don't really have plans child be having full plans to fly to New York mm-hmm. and do the most but I'm just like I don't really know yet you know just you we'll see what happens you know I'll be having full yeah. just mm-hmm. concert plans and it's like mm. and so this was a weekend that a festival was in New Orleans and I had plans to see the Migos and obviously we love the Migos and this was kind of like right when man what was that song I forgot it was right when one of those one of their one like of their hits. super super hot yeah. songs was out. So I mean, everybody's loving the Migos at that time, and it's like there's really no reason for no one, especially under the age of thirty, um, to not know. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, "So what you gonna be doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to the fest or whatever." And they love to be like, "You know, who you gonna hear? Who you gonna see?" You know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I really didn't know anybody else on the bill." I know who else was performing. And I had this moment where I was like, okay, do I keep it real and just be like, I'm going to see these people? Or, you know, do I play it off? I'm just like, I don't really know. I'm just, just going to around. Gonna walk around and enjoy the weather. And um, <laughs> I was like, you know what? No, I'm black and I'm proud to be black. And I listen to rap. So guess what? <laughs> In that moment, I was like, I'm going to see the Migos. And you can tell she was just like, huh? Like her whole face turned up. She was just like, the who? I'm sorry, what? And I was like, the Migos. She was like, three Amigos? Mm-mm. And I'm like, no. Uh, me goes. Offset. Quavo. <laughs> like, and she had no off. idea. Like, she was confused. But she, the thing is, like, she's under 30. You need to know, like, you know, whatever. You don't have to know my favorite local rapper, but like, you have at least heard yeah, of you know. is mainstream yeah like, <laughs> you should know that and so it was funny because in that moment again like she just it was like she turned her nose up at me and was just like oh and then she was just like what do they sing and i'm like well they don't sing they rap oh that's why i don't know like i don't listen to rap music okay all, all, all right. right you're missing all out right, on life, all right sis. well obviously you're missing out mm-hmm. you all know right. listening mm-hmm. to your little country artists you mm-hmm. know who are you listening to right now i don't know um i don't I even know what it. country artists to say but it's just like it's those moments of feeling like you're so different and like yeah. you know it's like See, that's why I just always keep it generic. And, oh, I'm just going to chill at home this weekend knowing that I'm, again, <laughs> flying to New In fact, I block them, a lot of my coworkers, mm-hmm. from my stories. So I'm sorry, coworkers, to. if you're look- listening to this and you <laughs> hear that I'm in New Orleans You've and been you blocked. didn't see that, it's because you are wow. blocked. Wow. <laughs> but when I get back to New York, I will unblock you and we'll be yeah. able to continue our great social media right. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know about that. So. Yeah, right. That is makes hilarious. some people real sad. But I thought we were best but friends. I we were besties. We go to lunch every day. Like, how can I not? We split stories? our salad. This right. is we split sh- our raisins. Yeah. <laughs> this is a shocking moment for a lot of my coworkers that are listening right now. And right you did on. not know that I was in New Orleans. <laughs> I, I am here. I, you were blocked. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm weak. That's hilarious. That is our being black in white America moment for today 
Now it's time to move into our topic for today. Our main topic of the day. Booed up. Ooh. Ooh. That was the summer jam yes. for me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, sign me. <clears throat> sign me. Uh-uh, please Ooh. do not sign her. Yeah, we're going to do just, just a little bit more her. practice. No, you got it. I know, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit more. Buddha. You know, you first heard that song at your apartment. <laughs> yeah, it was the summer anthem. and they were jamming. Anthem. I was like, what what's song? The anthem? That song still rolls. Yeah, yeah it, it still rolls. Like, still it's better rolls. with the bounce beat now. Oh, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> you know, obviously. But for real, our main topic of the day, boot up. We're going to get into relationships, y'all. With so much to talk about. Ooh. Seriously, I mean, but we're going to just try to, <gasps> you know, put it down into like three categories yes. because there's so much. So let's talk about what we're looking for in relationships. Okay. Let's talk about. How have our relationship expectations changed, like, from where we were maybe when we were 20 to now, where we are now? Okay. Um, And then let's talk about marriage. Do you guys want to get married? Is that still a thing? Has your thoughts about marriage changed? Maybe you wanted to get married, now you don't. Maybe it's not a big deal to you. Yeah. Let's, Mm -hmm. Let's get into it. All right. Let's go. So what are you guys looking for in a relationship these days? A life partner. Because I think it's so much more than just, like, a boyfriend or a husband. But, like, someone, when I look at, like, someone that I want to be with, I want that to be someone that I know that I can grow with and tolerate for an extended period of time. Yeah. And in a partnership. Because sometimes I don't think people look at relationships like partnerships. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Definitely, that that's one thing that's real big with me. Yeah, we're old now, we too. Are. Yeah. Like, we're we getting old. Like, so old. all of the dating and yeah. casually doing this and that, it's like, okay, can I spend my life with you? Yeah. Or nay, okay? I look for somebody who is inspiring because I want to be inspired by you. Okay. I want to be surrounded. And that's how I also choose, like, my friends. So, mm-hmm. like, in any relationship, I want to be with somebody like that's inspiring me but specifically in my intimate relationships because that's a person who I'm spending a lot of time with that's a person who like Foreign said I want to be a life partner so mm-hmm. I want you to be able to inspire me every day I want to be able to look at you and say you know what you're doing that you're doing that I love that I want to help you and I want to do something to elevate myself as yeah. well pushing yeah. you pushing to do more. me to continuously do more and yeah. elevating we're elevating each other throughout yeah. the relationship mm-hmm. I love that I love that I would say someone that really like walks with God and I don't mean to be cliche about it at all but what I've learned in my dating experiences is that like first of all who I am at the core is just a worshiper Right. Like, I mean, there's this aspect of me, that aspect of me. But who I am, like in my small, quiet time is like I'm worshiping, you know, and praying, like literally just trying to lead that type of lifestyle. And so what I've learned for me is that it's cool to be with someone that, you know, loves God and may have like a casual relationship and may go to church, may not. And that's fine wherever you are with your walk. But as it relates to a relationship I've learned that I need somebody that really walks with God daily, like that's really seeking him, like trying to really live for him. And that is what feeds into everything else, you know, and I find that like as I have found someone that has that, all of the other things are inherently there, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like all the other things come into place. The other tangible and non-tangible things eventually evolve, but just having that and somebody to have fun with, 
Like, that's what I want. That The balance of that. Yeah. It's so crazy that we're saying all this, but I doubt that we were saying this whenever we were in college. Like, Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. And that's so crazy. Maybe that's why those relationships failed. We were <laughs> not looking yeah. at the right thing. We weren't looking for the right people. We were maybe concerned with material things or something just superficial. Yeah. And now that we have had a little bit of experience in the dating pool, we're like, okay, this is what really matters. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you can you can see how your expectations change, even from, like, material things, you know? Like, yes. at some point in your life, you may have wanted X, Y, and Z, and the person, like, you know, and then it's like, now, as you're older, it's like, it's more, I want the intangibles. Like, mm-hmm. we can acquire the other big things, and the yeah. cars, yeah. and the money, and the properties, and the designer, this and that. Yeah. We can do that together, but, like... Listen, I need the intangibles. Like, how how do you make me feel? Yeah. Can, I, I, depend I, can I depend on you? Can I depend on you? How, you know what I'm saying? What type of man are you? Exactly. You know, like, yeah. what, how do you treat your mother? How yeah. do you treat other women? Like, what, can I feel safe with you? Can I yeah. feel protected? Can I feel provided for? It's the intangible things that really matter. Are you, I talk a lot. Yeah. So, are you listening to are me? Listening like, to me? Are, are you, you empathizing? Yeah. You know, are you contributing yeah. to the conversation? Like, I think. One big thing that's kind of changed with me when I look for someone, um, I look at someone, I was like, what type of man would I want my son to be? Yes. Because this is going to be the person that is going to be helping me raise my children, helping me rear my son. And I want him to have a role model, a person that he can see and be like, I want to be like this man. Yeah. And so that is a lot of what I've been focusing on when I'm looking for someone. Mm Mm-hmm in a sense thinking about family and mm-hmm. like how we want our family to be raised and going back to Jasmine's point about um, God and spirituality I don't think that maybe I was co- so concerned about your religion or how you worshipped before but it really is a big part because that is going to matriculate into your family yeah exactly are you going to raise a religious family a Christian family are you going to go to church is church not a big thing maybe you're two different religions um are we going to raise our children under this same religion or how are we going to do it yeah family becomes such a big it becomes more complicated than what we thought yeah definitely definitely. you know and it's interesting that you say that because I recently saw like this excerpt from Devon Franklin's book his, his latest book and he simply said to date well and he just brought it back very full circle because he said you know everything really starts with who you date and how you date he said because who you date eventually determines who you marry and who you marry eventually determines what type of family experience you'll have Mm -hmm. and so going back to who you date like you were saying like you know maybe when we were younger we weren't looking for certain things and we prioritized other attributes attributes <laughs> higher than maybe some of the more important intangible things to us now mm-hmm. but it's like it all starts there and like you're saying lauren like who you're dating eventually will be who you will marry and who will eventually father your children mm-hmm. so is this a man that i want to father my kids mm-hmm. can this man um is this train and teach my man? Yeah. exactly and so yeah. it's just interesting to to think about it through the lens of like man date well your future depends on it, yeah. you know, like your ha- like that stuff is very serious and not your future in a sense of like, you know, attaining things, yeah. but like your future in the sense of joy, peace, happiness, like cordiality. Doesn't this make dating harder now whenever you're 
at this age. I feel like dating was way easier whenever we were younger. But now that we are looking for these core attributes in a person, it makes dating so much harder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially like in the type of environment that we live in today where everybody is very flashy. Everybody likes to talk about things that they have that we don't necessarily it, to me, what I've found when talking to people, it's hard to like talk to someone and actually see who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. And that's all about that's extremely important for me because that's how I choose the type of person I would want to be with. Yeah. And so it does make it harder because I don't want to sit here and talk about the type of cars you want to buy. Yeah. Like, I don't want to sit here and talk about the fact that you spent a thousand dollars yesterday. I really don't care. That sounded like a waste of t- money and time to me. Yeah. Like, you know, I want to talk about real life things. Where's the balance between having these standards and having these really important things that you want in a partner and then being just too damn picky if you're Ooh. single and almost 30. Hmm. One thing that I think is important is I never think that you should look for something in someone that you do not have yourself. That's good. Because mm-hmm. I see a lot of people have these lists of demands and I'm like, you have not even accomplished the top three. Like, like, and I'm not trying to be I mean. want a man with yeah. six figures. You yeah. can make six figures. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> exactly. And it's almost like they're focusing on finding this like magical, perfect human being and not even looking at themselves to see if they're in the right space Mm -hmm. you know to find someone that they want you know are you who you want you know I think too it really also depends on why you have the standards you have you know really assessing yes what your standards are but connecting them to why and like if these are standards that you're feeling like you know I am believing God for this in a man because these are godly attributes and this is what I want to have in my man then that's one thing but if you're allowing your standards to be influenced by social media or other people or you know just different things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of life then like okay you need to reevaluate that and see what is going on within to figure out why you have these standards you know yeah and um I get it. Like, I feel like I've been there. I get that, that piece of it. And like thinking about trying to think about things in a more mature light. But I will say like, when I finally surrendered to God and said, God, who do you want me to be with? What type of man do you want me to be with? Then Mm -hmm. things change, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he's, then he brought in, you know, a godly man into my life. And it was like, things have changed, you Mm -hmm. know? And I'm, I'm so thankful for that. But it really started with me switching my prayers Not necessarily, you know, who I want per se. And does he check off all 100 million things on my list? But like, God, who do you want me to be with? Right. And I think also trying to figure out what you would want and what qualities you would want in a partner. For me, I wrote a list Mm -hmm. and I didn't put anything materialistic or physical on it. It was just the type of human that I would want to be with. And, you know, type of human, yeah, type of human human I would want to be with and marry and spend the rest of my life with. And so... And and also understanding that, you know, you have this list, but a person may not meet everything, right? It's also working with that because I think that's where the too picky comes from. Like Mm -hmm. you will have people that, you know, out of their 10, out of their 10 things that they say they have to have, someone may have eight and they're like, "Uh uh-uh, but these other two, I need these other two too. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But knowing your non-negotiables. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you do have to have You should definitely have standards. Yeah. You should definitely have things based on who you are as a woman and or a a man. Like you need to know 
what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah. Because that's another thing about compatibility is like you have to know yourself. Right. You have Absolutely. to know yourself. Right. You have to really be in touch with what makes you go, what turns you off, what turns you on. And then from there, you know, work around that as it relates to standards. I think the too picky part definitely comes from a lot of the non-tangibles. And you definitely have to have a real conversation with yourself and be like, um, do I really not like him because he's not six five? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that might be silly. Yeah, especially yeah. maybe it was cute when I was nineteen, right. but at right. almost thirty, we can't be crossing people <laughs> like, out. Because right. you're not, just, you're just not tall. It's that childish. Is, that is super it's childish. childish. There's really yeah. more yeah. important. Yeah, things. I mean, listen, life hits. It yeah. does. Life will hit you, and so when you're thinking about a life partner, and life hits. This person being six five or not is not gonna get you get you through those tough moments. Mm-hmm. Okay, like it's that is that has nothing to do with how you guys will be able to handle conflict, how you guys will be able to handle hard times. How you so many yeah, very, running very around. true. So many little Tristans running around. <laughs> so many Tristans. So many baby Tristans. Yes. Get it together. So it's not but... all about being six five, sis. Yes, yes, yes. And and for our, our male listeners, Lauren, I want to go back to what you said about dating based on who you will want your son to be able to look up to. Mm-hmm. For our, our male listeners, that's also very important when you are choosing your wife and your mm-hmm. partner or your girlfriend to date. Because listen, like this person may look good and be fine and have all these great physical attributes. But can't she spell? But <laughs> first and foremost, but wait, also I can't spell. No, but I'm an awful speller. Wait, wait, Akila, Akila, no, please I stop. I'm awful. Please stop. <laughs> no, but seriously, like I, I asked some of my guy friends that like, is this who you want your daughter to look up to? Like, yeah. does this woman carry the type of attributes that you want in your daughter? And if you can't answer mm-hmm. yes to that, then you probably you need to think about something with the right person. Right. Then, then you see, you know, people having kids together and that's when all of the confusion happens because this is, you know, and it's like, well, this is that person you, re- you know, all of that. Not yeah. to go on a tangent, but it's like that, that question is very, very, very important when you're very thinking important. about mm-hmm. who to date. And, um, you know, it's just, who. But also just something you said about like knowing who you are. Yeah. And I think you certainly like have to sit down and kind of figure out know like know yourself to know what you're actually looking for because I feel like some people do not know who they are and you cannot be out there looking for a life partner if you don't know yourself because you don't know what you like or you're looking for something and you might try to find like your identity through somebody else like oh I'm going to date this person they're going to do this for me x y and z and that's not a way to have a relationship with anybody at all you're definitely not your life partner it's not a partnership it's not a partnership it's a codependency so that's the complete opposite right. of sure. having a relationship. For right. sure. <laughs> well, what do you guys think is the biggest barrier to having a healthy relationship in 2019 and just in, in, in our age of complete access and in the age of complete technology. access with social media, it's obviously like trust is a huge thing. Yeah. You have to be able to trust your partner because he is going to get a DM. There is going to be a thirsty girl that's going to be after him. It's going to happen. But to our women, PSA, PSA, don't be that girl. Respect yourself enough. Like, even if you can't have that respect for that person's relationship or whatever situationship, respect yourself enough to not be that woman Mm -hmm. that's trying to insert herself into something that shouldn't be, you know, like... 
Man, I was just having that conversation with someone else and um, she's engaged, one of my good friends. And she was just like, man, if I could get a message out to women, it would be like, don't be that woman. Mm -hmm. Not only for yourself, but like know that karma happens and comes around. Mm -hmm. So like we've seen it so many times. Don't like come on. And if it's like what's crazy is, is like if we could make a pact to do that and like be like okay we're gonna respect other people's relationship the way that we would want them to respect ours absolutely then there would be a lot of you know it would be it would be be a different situation it would be it would be a different playing field sorry didn't mean to interrupt but it brought me right back to that conversation i'm with it that's exactly what we're talking about all come together as women and say you know what you know not to it's not it's not fully women, women's fault. I'm not trying to place the blame Men there. do the same thing. Men do women. the same thing. Yeah. And also Men it's up to the man to decide whether or not they're going to respond and entertain and how they're going to handle it. Yeah. But also, too, it's like if we would on our part work together as women and mm-hmm. have, that res- have that self-respect and have that female-to-female respect. Like, yeah. sis, I would never. Right. Because then that would kill this complete barrier that I'm talking about of trust. Yeah. And we wouldn't have... I mean, somewhat. trust is yeah. somewhat. Trust is always going to be there, but this new age of all access For makes sure. it harder. Mm-hmm. And if you, we guys, if we stopped doing this to each other, then we wouldn't have these problems. And <laughs> right. Not as frequently. As frequently. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the all access thing makes it just so easy to mess up. Definitely. Definitely. To mess up it's and crazy. do things. On I, both ends. Yeah. I think a barrier for me is to make sure that... And I'm doing this now which is why I'm speaking in present tense is to make sure that you are a whole person before you enter a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had experiences where I've gotten out of a relationship and it wasn't like a, a a bad thing, but I wasn't where I needed to be securities wise. Like I didn't feel good, you know, necessarily feel good about myself. And I did not allow myself to become a whole person before I inserted myself in another relationship. And what ended up happening is I ended up getting into a relationship that was just, it was bad, you know, like, um, that person knew how to feed into my insecurities and it just ended up being this long. It was just, something that it did not have to be if I would have allowed myself to heal and be the, you know, just be a whole person before inserting myself into another relationship. So now I'm in the sense that, and not even just for that, right? Not even just because you could end, you could end up in something way worse than what you just left, but also because you could end up hurting someone yeah. that is a good person based off of things that you've experienced in your past. And that's where I am now. I'm like, I want to make sure that I am a whole person because I want to make sure that I don't make someone else pay for another guy's mess ups. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. so, and, and if you don't allow yourself to fully heal and you don't allow yourself to be okay with who you are, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to fall sure. into that pathway because whenever, and I keep saying it again, but it, it's true, whenever we get to like an almost 30 age, things start looking differently. Mm-hmm. So when you get out of a relationship, you might be quick to get in another one yeah. because you're trying to get married. Mm-hmm. If you want to have kids within your marriage, then our time uh, clocks, our body clocks are saying you need to have babies soon. Yeah. So like yeah. it's so easy to rush into a different relationship when you haven't even properly healed from the past relationship. Mm-hmm. And that creates all sorts of issues. You have to be a strong person to be able to be like, okay, I'm okay with having this period of a time. It could be one month. It could be a year. It could be two years for me to get whole right. and get into a relationship again. And right. sometimes that's scary for the person because they're afraid of being alone right but that's where you kind of have to have that faith and that's what I've been acting out on is because I feel like it's easy to say that you know I know God has someone for me and I have faith in that but 
I'm not acting that way, right? Yeah. I'm not allowing God to place that person in my life. I'm looking for that person. I'm like actively trying to make something work that should not work and will never work mm-hmm. because it's not God's plan. Yeah. And so you have to have that faith to be like, okay, I know my biological clock is ticking and you know, I want to be booed up, but give it that time. Yeah. yeah. Give it the time that's necessary. And when the time is right, no, you're good. When like, the time is right, it's, y'all. It's, it's so going to, yeah. That's so true. And yeah. it'll be worth it. It will be. It'll be worth it. Yeah. It'll be worth it. And you do have to have that faith to trust and know that even, you know, maybe in your single life or single moment that like I'm doing this single thing right now because I am staying true to myself mm-hmm. and also standards. Like I'm not going to just fall for the okie doke and just for anyone. But like I know God has someone special for me. You right. Know? And you have you have to stand on that. Mm-hmm. Even, when yeah. it, even when you can't see it. Yeah. You have to stand on that. So, yeah, it's. It's serious out here. It's, it's serious. Really serious. But when yeah. you are in a relationship and it's good, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. It's nothing to be fearful about. You know, it's 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 about being with the right person, the, the person that inspires you and the person that, you know, you can just be a partner with and be who you are, you know, yeah. in, in every capacity. Have fun with, you know, yeah. like do that. Like, <sighs> it's well, good. Do you think that... You know, at this age right now, like our part, not our partners, but maybe like men in general, our black men in general, are they trying to get married right now? You know, I I think that there's like a conflict that happens sometimes, especially in this age, whenever men might not be so pressed to get married, but women are. Yeah, I think it depends on the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think it depends on the man, though. I think it depends on where men are in their lives. I think it depends on, you know, as a man, you want to be the provider in most situations. So it depends on where they are with their career and with their finances. It also depends on how much foolishness you still got left in you. Mm -hmm. To be honest, you know, I know a lot of men that are dating and still not ready for marriage. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because they still don't want to make that final step of commitment, you know? And I think that it just depends on the the male. Because then I know some men who are ready. And who have been ready and just are looking for the right woman. And when they find that right woman, it's a wrap, you know. And so it just depends, I If think. you guys were in a relationship with a man that wasn't ready and you were, would you be willing to wait? I think it depends on the history of the relationship and why that male is not particularly ready. And are you working to get ready? You know, mm-hmm. like, if, if, if it's a sh- situation where I want to be married and the and the the guy doesn't, then that's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to continue to waste my time and, you know, pursue something that is not going to be there. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like maybe there are instances, like we were just we were just saying, like if a male is trying to get his life together in a certain area and you are willing to be patient and wait and it's not something that is like... 10 years down the line. They you know? got some people <laughs> in here that be waiting for their man for yeah. 10 years. Yes, literally. And they finally get it together. Yeah. But I'm like, you waited a, a long, long time. time. And and that's every everybody has a different story. You yeah. know, and I really don't think that there's a right or wrong answer to any of this. You have to do I what think works that for you. Definitely. You have to do what works Absolutely. for you. Yeah. And, and, and that may look different because everybody's going to have a different partner and that partner is going to be doing different things and have different, different experiences too. But I do think that, you know, even in that area, like just don't be a fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be nobody's fool, sis. <laughs> and make sure that they're, 
they really want to wait because they want to get to a certain place in life and not because they're still trying to figure out if you're that person. Because if they're still trying to figure out if you're that person and you're in the situation where you're like, well, I'm ready to get married. Maybe that person is not for you. Mm-hmm. Because, um, I mean, obviously, like if you, if you date someone for a month and you're like, okay, this is the person I want to marry. When are we getting married? It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> pump the brakes, sis. Yeah. But if you know y'all been dating for years and they're still like, kind of like, well, I don't know. I kind of want to wait till I get somewhere and you know to a certain uh, part of my career, and then maybe they get to that part of their career, and then it's another delay and another delay. It's like make sure that it's actually what they're saying and not because they're still trying to trying to decide because you don't need to be with someone that's still trying to, to decide if you're the one because there's someone out there that will know you're the one and i've heard many times that when you know you know yeah you know and absolutely. a lot of people have said that you know especially guys especially men like men huh, i don't want to make a definitive a definitive statement but I've just heard so many times that a man knows when he wants to make a woman his wife. I fully believe that. Mm-hmm. I do Very too. quickly. I do like, too. It doesn't take years for that man to know whether or not he wants to marry her or not. So I, I, I'm just to your point, like I can totally agree with that. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Isn't the waiting game scary, though? Like yeah. waiting and I'm getting older and older. But you're getting older and older, too. But you're looking better and better. Men age differently. <laughs> it's it's right. like they don't age. Yeah. Like, we age differently. Mm-hmm. It's a scary game. It is scary. Because, like, just being out there and, like, dating, it's like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to waste my time, okay? So it's like, either I need to figure out this is, like, a decent person mm-hmm. or I need to move along. And so that waiting to figure it out, like, it's just odd. Because it's like, is it too soon to be like, nah, he ain't, I ain't, right. cut mm-hmm. it off. Or do I, I wait longer? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want to cut my blessing, blessing, but I'm also anxious. It's just crazy. Yeah. And it, these problems were not here before. No, That's no. Crazy. We were never presented with these problems before. It's crazy. Booed up. Whew. I'm glad to be booed up. Me too. Well, <laughs> as the single person <laughs> on the link up. <laughs> and then for like, and for the single listeners... I know people say, oh, I'm in, I'm in single and I'm loving it. And you just feel like they're saying it. But it really is peace in being single and like in just being happy, like mm-hmm. genuinely happy. Like especially if you were or you are with or you were once with someone who was not who you were meant to be with. Like when you're single, you yeah. just fit. You know, it's like a weight lifted off your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like you can move better. Like you just it's just like everything is just working and things will fall into place and you yeah. will find that person that's for you and it'll be the right person. Definitely. But enjoy everything while you're enjoy single. Enjoy wait well. Yeah. Wait well. Wait well. That's one thing when I was single, someone told me, wait well. Your next really is determined by how you're treating your now. And yeah. we always go back to that. And that applies even in your single life. Like, what are you doing with your time? Like, spend that time. Make yourself, you know, of, of course, relax and enjoy it. But have fun. Serve. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? You have so much time yeah. to do whatever. You yeah. can be taking trips and yeah. just having a great time like going I'm out traveling, with your girls looking at and, different right. new business ventures yes. like all kinds you of can things. dedicate so this time to yourself businesses, and that's you know what you like be doing. really solidify yourself yeah. and who you are in God like all those things because when you are in a relationship like there are so many other things that are involved and mm-hmm. you're you know like listen become whole like Lauren said yeah. become, become whole. whole wait well mm-hmm. wait and it's gonna happen God's got you man yeah always guys got you always. so i'm so excited for you sis to see Ooh, what's next yes. me too yes. because guys got you i know he has someone special for you absolutely well 
Is it time the for notes? our shine sis? It is. Yes, it is. Our shine sis today. I feel like people already kind of have in mind. We're talking about relationships and we're going to do our yes. shine sis. Like this is like, she's like everyone's fave. Everyone's favorite. It goes to none other than who? Aisha Curry. Yes. yes. We <laughs> love Aisha. She has been in a relationship with Steph Curry for many years. I believe that they met when they were young in church and then they ended up reconnecting later in life. Yes. Um, I just love their representation of family, honestly. Her and Steph, you know, we don't hear about any crazy scandal. We just see like a beautiful black family and him uplifting her and her mm-hmm. uplifting him. And that's for amazing. Sure. That's I it. mean, yeah. she has been so successful Outside of their relationship and in their relationship, recently she's done cookbooks. Yeah, she's done cookware. She has a she had a show for a show. Yeah, she was also announced um, as a cover girl, which oh, is yeah. huge because all cover girls are usually like singers or actresses, mm-hmm. and she's the first person that cover girl has picked who's not within that realm. That's amazing, and that's all from being in a healthy relationship, being whole herself, mm-hmm. having a good partner to uplift her. Yeah, and and to, you know, be there to support her in her business ventures. You know, you got to watch. I got to watch the kids because you got things to do. Right. right? You have things right, to right. do. And I'm going to do that for Definitely. you, a supportive partner. And so I love their dynamic of family and the display that they've shown of a beautiful, thriving, black, healthy relationship. Ooh, love it. For sure. Thank you for giving us that inspiration and hope, you know, when we're on our paths to become... Y'all, that's why I was looking for Steph Curry. Because I love Aisha. <laughs> and I mean, it was the freaking... I know I had the wrong team. No, no, That's no, why no, I wanted no. to be there. A daily the... and a dollar short. So. Okay, too late. Don't try no. to save yourself now, girl. No. I made it better. No, no, no. But this is so much fun, y'all. Oh, my god, It's been great. Nola, it's been good here. Always a good time. It's yes. been good here.